0: I speak the language of champions. I want every woman that is hearing my voice to see themselves in my story and choose to change before they are burnt out and lose hope. I also want every man listening to have the ability to hear me and not hear a victim. Welcome to another selfless and inspirational episode of Shauna motivational breeze. Within all of us lies a hidden power. This hidden power could be the only one one thing you need to bring about your greatest successes. For many, this power is often underused and underdeveloped. We need to break out of the habit of being ourselves. Today, I want you to know that your glass ceiling too is breakable. Joe Dispenser rightfully said, our purpose in life is to acknowledge that there is an intelligence within us that's giving us life, that it's both personal and universal. It's within us and all around us that our job in life is to remove those masks of ignorance and emotions that block the flow of divine within us. And when we begin to move those layers, that intelligence begins to express itself and we become more like it. We become more willful. We become more loving. We become more mindful and minds become our mind. The only way that you and I will ever do the supernatural is by doing the unnatural. We have to give when everybody else is in lack. We have to show courage when everybody else is in fear. We have to show compassion when everybody else is judging. If you keep doing the unnatural over and over again, soon it will start to become supernatural. Do they know that I have broken many glass ceilings? I have felt some cuts. I have some bruises and there are shards of glass in my hair. I need to break through some more in order to feel where the air is rare and I feel the wind banging on my face. I remember the moment when my womanness and my brown skin went running fluid speed, gravity be damned in the thick layers of the glass. Many of us, especially women, are thought that there's a limit to how high we can go and that the glass ceiling is unbreakable. We climb and get close, but then have setbacks and lose hope. I thought of my own struggles and my stubborn determination to use education as a vehicle to drive me out of poverty. I was repeatedly told that I would never succeed and should just give up, but I was relentless in my pursuit of this passion despite the reality of my challenges this is the energy the power and the legacy that carries me and what I want to amplify with my words and my voice feeling suffocated by the world around me and my limitations and striving to overcome them is just a struggle we face alone we feel this collectively and it's bigger than any single one of us so it's our ability to connect unite work together cheer each other on and ultimately break through i am changing the landscape of my country and the world without a fear i can hear you calling my name i can hear you saying shauna come up shauna do not stop i can hear you celebrating me what a jag image we use for women who achieve greatly, defining accomplishment in terms of barrier rather than the triumph there she is up where the air is thin, where men still outnumber women, but where the altitude is high with a clear intention, vision with an elevated emotion it took seconds from living in my past to living in my future if you are able to create that, every single day, you will see that vision very clearly because you can see your thoughts equal to how you're feeling. My dream is for every woman, every boy, every girl to find someone whose presence in the highest reaches of success and says to him and says to her and says to you, your glass ceiling is breakable and that it is safe to climb. Come on up. Come on up on the other side where the view is spectacular. Thank you for listening to another inspiring and selfless episode of Shawnee Motivational Breeze. Your glass ceiling too is breakable. On today's episode, what do I do with my anger? Think about the last time you were angry. I mean, really angry. What was the situation? what was that experience like for you? For many of us, anger is a difficult emotion. Often, we struggle with anger because it has a very real physical experience. We may feel a surge of energy, a fire in our belly, our heart rate increases, our breathing quickens, and our face may turn red. And we may experience a boost of strength or feeling of power and invincibility. More realistically, We may feel these physical sensations and be overwhelmed with what to do with them. There is an intensity to our internal experience and this can be consuming. At the same time, some of our challenges with anger comes from our early experiences and how anger was addressed in our families. Some of us might have grown up with the idea that anger is bad. You have no right to be angry. Why make such a fuss? On the other hand, Some of us may have been on the receiving end of aggressive or violent acts of anger that have stayed with us and impacted our thoughts and beliefs about anger. And yet, some of us may have experienced a seething or more internalized form of anger, one characterized by coldness, withholding, and passive aggressiveness. In all of these situations, anger was something seen as bad. So what is anger? Anger is an emotion and can encompass many different names. For example, rage, frustration, bitterness, irritation, upset, and fury. Emotions communicate to ourselves and others about our experience in the environment. They ultimately are there to motivate our behavior to action. There are many things that our anger could be communicating to us. Perhaps we have felt wrong. Perhaps something important was taken away from us. Perhaps we feel violated or attacked. Perhaps we feel embarrassed. Child temper tantrum in a public place. These are all understandable reasons for why a person might feel angry. And yes, some of us are more sensitive and reactive to anger than others. We are all biologically and neurochemically different. So it would make sense that anger experience varies from one person to another or child to child. So why is anger problematic? Anger is problematic when we act on it in ways that are inappropriate, whether it be the situation, yelling at the waiter, the level of intensity, shouting at someone over a harmless mistake, or the action, hitting someone. Yes. We can all lose it from time to time, but if we find that these behaviors are a pattern, then we may need to do some serious work on coping with anger more effectively. What are the ways that I can manage anger? Number one, really listening. What is your anger actually saying to you? Is it saying that you are tired and stretched too thin and need to reprioritize? Is it saying that you don't feel heard or respected and may need to find ways to assert yourself? Is it telling you that you are suppressed too much and need to find ways to feel and experience these emotions in a safe and supportive way? Is it stress or lack of sleep? Is it relational conflict? All of these brings us to number two, which is try to find ways to manage these issues. If it is feeling overwhelmed, what are the three things that are most important to you right now and work on those. If you're feeling invalidated, you might look to some assertive training. If you are struggling with the emotional experience, then maybe seeing professional help could provide you with strategies to experience, yet not be undone by these emotional experiences. Perhaps you might need to look at ways to handle conflict more effectively. For example, active listening, communication skills, or ways to navigate sensitive issues or disagreement. Number three, taking a break. What are the ways that you recharge? What are you doing for self-care? How do you soothe yourself when you feel overwhelmed, tired, hurt, or burnt out? Number four. Letting go of past hurts. Is your anger the result of something deeper and reflective of a more long-standing issue? It might be time to tackle that to look at options related to letting go or forgiveness. Number five, anger management. If there is more to the anger story, then it might be time to look to professional help for anger management. A word about anger in children. Because anger is an expression of individuality, it is the emotion that parents often punish their children for having, but anger can be a helpful emotion because it gives people energy to do things differently and lets them see themselves as worthy of sticking up for. It's often a good sign when overly responsible, anxious, or depressed people begin to consciously aware of the feeling of anger. It indicates that their true self is coming to the forefront and that they are beginning to care about themselves. Of course, parents cannot give in to temper tantrums or fervorous demands, but we can recognize that our children have ideas and preferences. There are times when we are honored by this. Yes, you can have the green cup. Yes, you can go to the party. And there are times we cannot. You get what you get and you don't throw a tantrum. Or no, you cannot go to the party because no parents will be there. The key is having the wisdom, self-awareness, sense of values, and relationship with your child to know when you can bend and know when you need to hold the line. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shauna Motivational Breeze with me, your host, Shauna Calder. Be blessed. On today's episode... What do I do with my anger? Think about the last time you were angry. I mean, really angry. What was the situation? What was that experience like for you? For many of us, anger is a difficult emotion. Often, we struggle with anger because it has a very real physical experience. We may feel a surge of energy, a fire in our belly, Our heart rate increases, our breathing quickens, and our face may turn red, and we may experience a boost of strength or feeling of power and invincibility. More realistically, we may feel these physical sensations and be overwhelmed with what to do with them. There is an intensity to our internal experience, and this can be consuming. At the same time, some of our challenges with anger comes from our early experiences and how anger was addressed in our families. Some of us might have grown up with the idea that anger is bad. You have no right to be angry. Why make such a fuss? On the other hand, some of us may have been on the receiving end of aggressive or violent acts of anger that have stayed with us and impacted our thoughts and beliefs about anger. And yet. Some of us may have experienced a seething or more internalized form of anger, one characterized by coldness, withholding, and passive aggressiveness. In all of these situations, anger was something seen as bad. So what is anger? Anger is an emotion and can encompass many different names, for example, rage, frustration, bitterness, irritation, upset, and fury. Emotions communicate to ourselves and others about our experience in the environment. They ultimately are there to motivate our behavior to action. There are many things that our anger could be communicating to us. Perhaps we have felt wrong. Perhaps something important was taken away from us. Perhaps we feel violated or attacked. Perhaps we feel embarrassed. Child temper tantrum in a public place. These are all understandable reasons for why a person might feel angry and yes, some of us are more sensitive and reactive to anger than others. We are all biologically and neurochemically different so it would make sense that anger experience varies from one person to another or child to child. So why is anger problematic? Anger is problematic when we act on it in ways that are inappropriate. Whether it be the situation, yelling at the waiter, the level of intensity, shouting at someone over a harmless mistake, or the action, hitting someone. Yes, we can all lose it from time to time. But if we find that these behaviors are a pattern, then we may need to do some serious work on coping with anger more effectively. What are the ways that I can manage anger? Number one, really listening. What is your anger actually saying to you? Is it saying that you are tired and stretched too thin and need to reprioritize? Is it saying that you don't feel heard or respected and may need to find ways to assert yourself? Is it telling you that you are suppressed too much and need to find ways to feel and experience these emotions in a safe and supportive way? Is it stress or lack of sleep? Is it relational conflict? All of these brings us to number two, which is try to find ways to manage these issues. If it is feeling overwhelmed, what are the three things that are most important to you right now and work on those? If you're feeling invalidated, you might look to some assertive training. If you are struggling with the emotional experience, then maybe seeing professional help could provide you with strategies to experience, yet not be undone by these emotional experiences. Perhaps you might need to look at ways to handle conflict more effectively. For example, active listening, communication skills, or ways to navigate sensitive issues or disagreement. Number three, taking a break. What are the ways that you recharge? What are you doing for self-care? How do you soothe yourself when you feel overwhelmed, tired, hurt, or burnt out? Number four, letting go of past hurts. Is your anger the result of something deeper and reflective of a more long-standing issue? It might be time to tackle that to look at options related to letting go or forgiveness. Number five, anger management. If there is more to the anger story, then it might be time to look to professional help for anger management. A word about anger in children. Because anger is an expression of individuality, it is the emotion that parents often punish their children for having. But anger can be a helpful emotion because it gives people energy to do things differently and lets them see themselves as worthy of sticking up for. It's often a good sign when overly responsible, anxious, or depressed people begin to consciously aware of the feeling of anger. It indicates that their true self is coming to the forefront and that they are beginning to care about themselves. Of course, parents cannot give in to temper tantrums or frivolous demands, but we can recognize that our children have ideas and preferences. There are times when we are honored by this. Yes, you can have the green cup. Yes, you can go to the party. And there are times we cannot. You get what you get and you don't throw a tantrum. Or no, you cannot go to the party because no parents will be there. The key is having the wisdom, self-awareness, sense of values, and relationship with your child to know when you can bend and know when you need to hold the line. Thank you so much for listening to Another episode of Shanique's Motivational Breeze with me your host Shanique Calder. Be blessed. On today's episode, what do I do with my anger? Think about the last time you were angry. I mean really angry. What was the situation? What was that experience like for you? For many of us, anger is a difficult emotion. Often We struggle with anger because it has a very real physical experience. We may feel a surge of energy, a fire in our belly, our heart rate increases, our breathing quickens, and our face may turn red. And we may experience a boost of strength or feeling of power and invincibility. More realistically, we may feel these physical sensations and be overwhelmed with what to do with them there is an intensity to our internal experience and this can be consuming at the same time some of our challenges with anger comes from our early experiences and how anger was addressed in our families some of us might have grown up with the idea that anger is bad you have no right to be angry why make such a fuss on the other hand Some of us may have been on the receiving end of aggressive or violent acts of anger that have stayed with us and impacted our thoughts and beliefs about anger. And yet, some of us may have experienced a seething or more internalized form of anger, one characterized by coldness, withholding, and passive aggressiveness. In all of these situations, anger was something seen as bad. So what is anger? Anger is an emotion and can encompass many different names. For example, rage, frustration, bitterness, irritation, upset, and fury. Emotions communicate to ourselves and others about our experience in the environment. They ultimately are there to motivate our behavior to action. There are many things that our anger could be communicating to us. Perhaps we have felt wrong... Perhaps something important was taken away from us. Perhaps we feel violated or attacked. Perhaps we feel embarrassed. Child temper tantrum in a public place. These are all understandable reasons for why a person might feel angry. And yes, some of us are more sensitive and reactive to anger than others. We are all biologically and neurochemically different, so it would make sense that anger experience varies from one person to another or child to child. So why is anger problematic? Anger is problematic when we act on it in ways that are inappropriate. Whether it be the situation, yelling at the waiter, the level of intensity, shouting at someone over a harmless mistake, or the action, hitting someone. Yes. We can all lose it from time to time, but if we find that these behaviors are a pattern, then we may need to do some serious work on coping with anger more effectively. What are the ways that I can manage anger? Number one, really listening. What is your anger actually saying to you? Is it saying that you are tired and stretched too thin and need to reprioritize? Is it saying that you don't feel heard or respected and may need to find ways to assert yourself? Is it telling you that you are suppressed too much and need to find ways to feel and experience these emotions in a safe and supportive way? Is it stress or lack of sleep? Is it relational conflict? All of these brings us to number two, which is try to find ways to manage these issues. If it is feeling overwhelmed, What are the three things that are most important to you right now and work on those? If you're feeling invalidated, you might look to some assertive training. If you are struggling with the emotional experience, then maybe seeing professional help could provide you with strategies to experience, yet not be undone by these emotional experiences. Perhaps you might need to look at ways to handle conflict more effectively. For example, active listening, communication skills, or ways to navigate sensitive issues or disagreement. Number three, taking a break. What are the ways that you recharge? What are you doing for self-care? How do you soothe yourself when you feel overwhelmed, tired, hurt, or burnt out? Number four, letting go of past hurts. Is your anger the result of something deeper? and reflective of a more long-standing issue it might be time to tackle that to look at options related to letting go or forgiveness number five anger management if there is more to the anger story then it might be time to look to professional help for anger management a word about anger in children because anger is an expression of individuality it is the emotion that parents often punish their children for having, but anger can be a helpful emotion because it gives people energy to do things differently and lets them see themselves as worthy of sticking up for. It's often a good sign when overly responsible, anxious or depressed people begin to consciously aware of the feeling of anger. It indicates that their true self is coming to the forefront and that they are beginning to care about themselves. Of course, Parents cannot give in to temper tantrums or frivolous demands. But we can recognize that our children have ideas and preferences. There are times when we are honored by this. Yes, you can have the green cup. Yes, you can go to the party. And there are times we cannot. You get what you get and you don't throw a tantrum. Or no, you cannot go to the party because no parents will be there. The key is having the wisdom, self-awareness, sense of values and relationship with your child to know when you can bend and know when you need to hold the line. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shauna K's Motivational Breeze with me, your host Shauna K. Calder. Be blessed. On today's episode, what do I do with my anger? Think about the last time you were angry. I mean, really angry. What was the situation? What was that experience like for you? For many of us, anger is a difficult emotion. Often, we struggle with anger because it has a very real physical experience. We may feel a surge of energy, a fire in our belly, our heart rate increases, our breathing quickens, and our face may turn red. And we may experience a boost of strength or feeling of power and invincibility. More realistically, we may feel these physical sensations and be overwhelmed with what to do with them. There is an intensity to our internal experience, and this can be consuming. At the same time, some of our challenges with anger comes from our early experiences and how anger was addressed in our families. Some of us might have grown up with the idea that anger is bad. You have no right to be angry. Why make such a fuss? On the other hand, some of us may have been on the receiving end of aggressive or violent acts of anger that have stayed with us and impacted our thoughts and beliefs about anger. And yet, some of us may have experienced a seething or more internalized form of anger, one characterized by coldness, withholding, and passive aggressiveness. In all of these situations, anger was something seen as bad. So what is anger? Anger is an emotion and can encompass many different names. For example, rage, frustration, bitterness, irritation, upset, and fury. Emotions communicate to ourselves and others about our experience in the environment. They ultimately are there to motivate our behavior to action. There are many things that our anger could be communicating to us. Perhaps we have felt wrong. Perhaps something important was taken away from us. Perhaps we feel violated or attacked. Perhaps we feel embarrassed. Child temper tantrum in a public place. These are all understandable reasons for why a person might feel angry. And yes, some of us are more sensitive and reactive to anger than others. We are all biologically and neurochemically different. So it would make sense that anger experience varies from one person to another or child to child. So why is anger problematic? Anger is problematic when we act on it in ways that are inappropriate, whether it be the situation, yelling at the waiter, the level of intensity, shouting at someone over a harmless mistake, or the action, hitting someone. Yes, we can all lose it from time to time. But if we find that these behaviors are a pattern, then we may need to do some serious work on coping with anger more effectively. What are the ways that I can manage anger? Number one, really listen. What is your anger actually saying to you? Is it saying that you are tired and stretched too thin and need to reprioritize? Is it saying that you don't feel heard or respected and may need to find ways to assert yourself? Is it telling you that you are suppressed too much and need to find ways to feel and experience these emotions in a safe and supportive way? Is it stress or lack of sleep? Is it relational conflict? All of these brings us to number two, which is try to find ways to manage these issues. If it is feeling overwhelmed, what are the three things that are most important to you right now and work on those? If you're feeling invalidated, you might look to some assertive training. If you are struggling with the emotional experience, then maybe seeing professional help could provide you with strategies to experience, yet not be undone by these emotional experiences. Perhaps you might need to look at ways to handle conflict more effectively. For example, active listening, communication skills or ways to navigate sensitive issues or disagreement. Number three, taking a break. What are the ways that you recharge? What are you doing for self-care? How do you soothe yourself when you feel overwhelmed, tired, hurt, or burnt out? Number four, letting go of past hurts. Is your anger the result of something deeper and reflective of a more long-standing issue? it might be time to tackle that to look at options related to letting go or forgiveness. Number five, anger management. If there is more to the anger story, then it might be time to look to professional help for anger management. A word about anger in children. Because anger is an expression of individuality, it is the emotion that parents often punish their children for having. But anger can be a helpful emotion. Because it gives people energy to do things differently and lets them see themselves as worthy of sticking up for. It's often a good sign when overly responsible, anxious or depressed people begin to consciously aware of the feeling of anger. It indicates that their true self is coming to the forefront and that they are beginning to care about themselves. Of course, parents cannot give in to temper tantrums or frivolous demands. But we can recognize that our children have ideas and preferences. There are times when we are honored by this. Yes, you can have the green cup. Yes, you can go to the party. And there are times we cannot. You get what you get and you don't throw a tantrum. Or no, you cannot go to the party because no parents will be there. The key is having the wisdom, self-awareness, sense of values, and relationship with your child to know when you can bend, and know when you need to hold the line. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shana Motivational Breeze. With me, your host, Shana Calder. Be blessed. On today's episode, what do I do with my anger? Think about the last time you were angry. I mean, really angry. What was the situation? What was that experience like for you? For many of us, anger is a difficult emotion. Often, we struggle with anger because it has a very real physical experience. We may feel a surge of energy, a fire in our belly, our heart rate increases, our breathing quickens, and our face may turn red. And we may experience a boost of strength or feeling of power and invincibility. More realistically, we may feel these physical sensations and be overwhelmed with what to do with them. There is an intensity to our internal experience, and this can be consuming. At the same time, some of our challenges with anger comes from our early experiences and how anger was addressed in our families. Some of us might have grown up with the idea that anger is bad. You have no right to be angry. Why make such a fuss? On the other hand, some of us may have been on the receiving end of aggressive or violent acts of anger that have stayed with us and impacted our thoughts and beliefs about anger. And yet, some of us may have experienced a seething or more internalized form of anger, one characterized by coldness, withholding, and passive aggressiveness. In all of these situations, anger was something seen as bad. So, what is anger? Anger is an emotion and can encompass many different names. For example, rage, frustration, bitterness, irritation, upset, and fury. Emotions communicate to ourselves and others about our experience in the environment. They ultimately are there to motivate our behavior to action. There are many things that our anger could be communicating to us. Perhaps we have felt wrong. Perhaps something important was taken away from us. Perhaps we feel violated or attacked. Perhaps we feel embarrassed. Child temper tantrum in a public place. These are all understandable reasons for why a person might feel angry. And yes, some of us are more sensitive and reactive to anger than others. We are all biologically and neurochemically different. So it would make sense that anger experience varies from one person to another, or child to child. So why is anger problematic? Anger is problematic when we act on it in ways that are inappropriate. Whether it be the situation, yelling at the waiter, the level of intensity, shouting at someone over a harmless mistake, or the action, hitting someone. Yes, we can all lose it from time to time, But if we find that these behaviors are a pattern, then we may need to do some serious work on coping with anger more effectively. What are the ways that I can manage anger? Number one, really listening. What is your anger actually saying to you? Is it saying that you are tired and stretched too thin and need to reprioritize? Is it saying that you don't feel heard or respected and may need to find ways to assert yourself? Is it telling you that you are suppressed too much and need to find ways to feel and experience these emotions in a safe and supportive way? Is it stress or lack of sleep? Is it relational conflict? All of these brings us to number two, which is try to find ways to manage these issues. If it is feeling overwhelmed, what are the three things that are most important to you right now and work on those? If you're feeling invalidated, you might look to some assertive training. If you are struggling with the emotional experience, then maybe seeing professional help could provide you with strategies to experience, yet not be undone by these emotional experiences. Perhaps you might need to look at ways to handle conflict more effectively. For example, active listening, communication skills or ways to navigate sensitive issues or disagreement. Number three, taking a break. What are the ways that you recharge? What are you doing for self-care? How do you soothe yourself when you feel overwhelmed, tired, hurt, or burnt out? Number four, letting go of past hurts. Is your anger the result of something deeper and reflective of a more long-standing issue? It might be time to tackle that to look at options related to letting go or forgiveness. Number five, anger management. If there is more to the anger story, then it might be time to look to professional help for anger management. A word about anger in children because anger is an expression of individuality, it is the emotion that parents often punish their children for having, but anger can be a helpful emotion because it gives people energy to do things differently and lets them see themselves as worthy of sticking up for. It's often a good sign when overly responsible, anxious or depressed people begin to consciously aware of the feeling of anger. It indicates that their true self is coming to the forefront and that they are beginning to care about themselves. Of course, parents cannot give in to temper tantrums or frivolous demands. But we can recognize that our children have ideas and preferences. There are times when we are honored by this. Yes, you can have the green cup. Yes, you can go to the party. And there are times we cannot. You get what you get and you don't throw a tantrum. Or no, you cannot go to the party because no parents will be there. The key is having the wisdom, self-awareness, sense of values, and relationship with your child to know when you can bend and know when you need to hold the line. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shana K's Motivational Breeze with me, your host, Shana K. Calder. Be blessed. Greetings and blessings. Welcome to another episode of Shana K's Motivational Breeze with me, Shana K. Calder. You are tuned in for another powerful episode in our series. I am dedicated to talk about feelings, the good, the bad, and the indifferent. We do this because I need it, you need it, we all need it. That good energy that helps us to change our minds about our limitations. Some strong positive conversations to shift our lens from lack to abundance. We need this kind of emotional diversity if we ought to be happy. Today we're talking about... It's not your end. It's not your end. I want you to think about your dream and your purpose. Because I believe several dreamers are listening to this podcast. Think about your dream right now. What you think about it and envision it. My listeners, I do not believe that any of us have dreams that were not given to us For the purpose of fulfilling those specific dreams. And I want to share something with you that has changed my life. I grew up in a very humble setting. My mother taught me how to conserve and preserve. I don't know what that dream is that you have. I don't care how far-fetched it might appear to be. I don't care how disappointing it might have been as you have been working towards that dream. I don't care how many times you have failed. But here's what I know. That dream you're holding in your mind, it's possible. Let's say that together. Please say, it's possible. We have to realize sometimes we can't say, I can't do that. But what we can say, that it's possible and absolutely nothing is impossible. You can have your dream. Live it. There is a giant within you. I can have my dream as we run towards it, as we work on it day in and day out. No one, ladies and gentlemen, could have convinced me that when I started working on my dream to be a motivational speaker, that it was impossible. I envision myself standing in front of a large group of women, men, and children, telling my story of sudden change and uncommon favor. I didn't have an audience, a platform, or resources, but daily within my environments, I spoke life into people who were living their lives like the emergency brake on a car. They were deliberately making sudden stops and feeling sorry for themselves. If this is you snap out of it. Be hungry to see your dreams become a reality. Let me tell you the story of one young lady whom I came in contact with. It was 9 45 a.m. one Wednesday morning when I saw a brown-skinned woman wearing a short black dress with a pink bag thrown across her shoulder. She was walking in the middle of the hallway in the school we work. As I walked towards her from a distance, I smell fear, arrogance, bitterness, and mistrust. Sounds of, today's my last day on the job. I'm just not good enough. How did I allow myself to fall into depression again? How did I even get here, echoed in my ears. As she moved closer to me, I smiled brightly and said, Can I hug you? She looked at me as though I was insane. She chuckled neatly folded her lips and tucked her nose ring in. With her green eyes wide open, she glanced at my heart and said, Yes. Her strong arm embraced me tightly as her tears showered on my shoulder. I quickly grabbed her by the hand and said, Miss, I don't know your name, but one thing I know, you are extraordinary and you are born to win. I don't know you, my listeners. I might not know your name. But one thing I know, that you are all extraordinary. And you were all born to win. I then said to her, quit telling yourself you can't win. Because there is life and death in the power of the tongue. Her tears flowed even more as she whispered, I needed that hug. I needed to hear this. You are indeed my dream catcher. Now I want you to think about whatever your dream is. Because I was willing to take a chance, and most people won't do that. Most of the people that you talk to to try and bring them together, these people are not risk takers. Most people have done all that they are ever going to do they raise a family, they earn a living. And then they die. But people who are running towards their dream, life has a special kind of meaning for them. And here's what I will share with you. That in the process of working on your dreams, you are going to incur a lot of disappointment. A lot of failure. A lot of pain. A lot of setbacks. A lot of defeat. But in the process of doing that, you will discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now. What you will realize is that you have greatness within you. What you will realize is that you are more than powerful as you can ever begin to imagine. What you will realize is that you are greater than your circumstances. That you don't have to go through life being a victim. When I was in university... I was placed in a group with Hispanic and Mexicans. The professor told us after our presentation that as far as the East was from the West, we were as far from getting an A in that course. Hearing this was like music to my ears, as I know I was more than enough. I looked at my group members and said, someone's opinion of us does not have to become a reality. We will pick up ourselves and try again. Do not stop to listen to noise around you. You are certainly not defined by anyone's opinion. Negative criticism started planting seeds in my mind that enabled me to begin to dream. Ladies and gentlemen, I started working on my dream and most people don't work on their dreams. Why? For many years, I didn't. One is because of fear, the fear of failure. What if things don't work out? And the fear of success, what if they do and I can't handle it? The other thing is that most people, they get too comfortable. They stop growing, they stop working on themselves, they stop stretching, they stop dreaming, they stop pushing themselves and they end up becoming very pessimistic about life and they throw in the towel on themselves on their families and on their dreams. And the other thing is that most people don't feel worthy. What I'm doing now, I could have been doing this a year ago, but because I didn't have voice training, however, I believed in myself, but still allow other people's opinion to control my destiny. I didn't act on my ideas. So I applaud you all for dreaming for you running towards your dream, I applaud you for believing in yourself because that's what life is about. Stretching and challenging, looking for ways that you can begin to improve yourself. As a result of stretching or acting on my dreams, I don't know what that dream is for you. I can tell you that it's possible. No one could have convinced me that I would be doing this right now I'm saying to you, your dream is possible. Your dream is possible. But not only is it important that you believe and begin to know that it's possible, but for you to live your dream and you running towards it, it's necessary that you get the energy drainers out of your life. People who don't want anything, people who are not striving, people who are not challenging themselves, people who aren't growing, People who have stopped dreaming. It's necessary that you align yourself with people who attract people who are hungry for success. Who are hungry to see their dreams become a reality. People who are unstoppable and unreasonable. People who are refusing to live life just as it is and who want more. My mother used to say, show me your friend and I'll tell you who you are. If you run around with losers, you will end up a loser. Don't allow anyone to dim your light. It's necessary that you get the losers out of your life if you want your dream to live. It's necessary to know that everybody won't see it. That everybody won't join you. That everybody won't have the vision. It's necessary to know that. That a lot of people like to complain, but they don't want to do anything about your situation. That you aren't uncommon breed. You know, you have to know within yourself that I can do this. Even if no one else sees it for me, I must see it for myself. And that is what is necessary. Thank you for listening to another episode of Shauna Kay's Motivational Breeze. This is not your end. There is a giant within you. Your dream is possible. Your dream is possible. God bless you.